Welcome to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmed. John is the coordinator for the Christian Ecumenical and Missional Society of St. Patrick and St. Aidan, and he's the founder of Hope on the Way Ministries. Now, join Father John and discover hope and relevant answers in following Jesus, who is the way and the truth and the life. Today's message is entitled, Be Blessed. We're reading from Luke 1, starting in verse 41 to 45. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill His promises to her. Well, to you all, blessed Advent and Merry Christmas. This is supposed to be the happiest time of the year. In fact, there's a couple times I've been down in the Disneyland area and it says there in Disneyland and also in Disney World, that during Christmas, it's the merriest place on earth. How are you feeling? You feeling happy and merry this Christmas season? What makes you happy this time of year? I've noticed that there's been a whole lot of eggnog coffee being drank this time of year. I think eggnog coffee makes people pretty happy. I think sugar cookies. Anybody get happy with sugar cookies and eggnog coffee? In verse 45, Elizabeth says to Mary that she is blessed. In some translations, more paraphrasical translations, it's sometimes translated as happy. Happy. But it doesn't really do justice the Greek word to translate it as happy. This Greek word that is used to translate blessed is probably where we get the word macro, which means big, versus micro, which means small. The root of this Greek word means large. It implies a sustained fulfillment. Things that make you happy and me happy, aren't necessarily bad, but they're fleeting, they're temporary. But things that bless you are sustained through good times and bad, through happy and sad. In verse 42, Elizabeth says in a loud voice that Mary is blessed. She says, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. The Greek word, this word, loud voice, is three words. And it means she really yelled it out. 
And I know that Elizabeth does this through an infilling of the Holy Spirit. She does it under the prophetic influence of the Holy Spirit. She, she yells out the top of her lungs, Blessed are you, Mary, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. I've experienced this similar phenomenon where you don't plan on saying anything, but the Holy Spirit just grabs your vocal cords and out it comes. The Holy Spirit through Elizabeth is telling Mary and He's telling you the true meaning of happiness, which is blessing. Blessing. Unfortunately, in the world we live in, in the developed world, in the Western world, so many have been spiritually pacified by material happiness through our comforts. And I, I deal with folks who are not very wealthy, the poor spectrum of, of folks in our area oftentimes, but even compared to those who are truly poor in the developing world, the poor in the Western world, by and large, are blessed with comforts. They've got a roof over their head. They've got heat to keep them warm. And they generally don't go hungry, though the food they may eat may not be the greatest. But I can tell you tonight, there's someone going to bed cold, poor, and hungry. And maybe even thirsty somewhere in the non-developed world this evening. Unfortunately, the people of Western culture have been seduced by a culture of comfort. And it not only has seduced the secular people of our culture, but it's crept its way into the church. And so when people hear blessing, they associate that with what? Material possessions and comfort. They think they're being blessed by the Lord, but what they're really doing is chasing happiness. Think about all that we have in this culture. In the eyes of the poor and undeveloped world, we are the wealthy. We are the rich. But in spite of all we have, in spite of this being the merriest place on earth during this happy time of year, the people of post-modern, post-Christian society are vexed, plagued, oppressed by anxiety and depression. It's rampant. When you are seduced by comfort, when you are seduced by material happiness, you will never respond to the blessing of God. In fact, you might even see the blessing of God is something that won't make you happy. God's plan for you surpasses happiness. You need to understand that. Those of you who are listening to me right now, it's not by chance that you came up on this podcast. What you need to know is that God has a better plan for you than you to be happy. He wants you to be blessed. Sustained happiness in His presence. 
and His permissive and perfect will. There's Mary. Whoa, Mary. What can we say about Mary? No mortal was ever more blessed than Mary. Even when she watched her son Jesus die on the cross, no one was ever more blessed. No mortal more blessed than Mary. Elizabeth cries out under the unction of the Holy Spirit, Blessed are you, Mary, among women! Think about how special Mary was as she bore the Messiah. No mortal was ever blessed more than Mary. Mary is the mother of Christ. Mary is the mother of our Savior. And she is our spiritual mother. Doesn't mean we worship her. Doesn't mean we have to pray to her. But Mary is the spiritual mother of the church because she gave birth to Christ. And she's most blessed among women. Only she could bear the Messiah. Mary teaches us how to be blessed. Mary is blessed because she believed the Lord. This word believe in the Greek language is a very rich word that's commonly used in the New Testament. It has several nuances. First, let me say that Mary not only believes in God, but Mary believed God. That's not even a subtle difference. James says you believe in one God, you do well. Even the demonic beings believe and they tremble. If you back up in this story that we just read, Elizabeth, the cousin of Mary, the mother of John the Baptist, her husband received a message from an angel that Elizabeth would bear a child who would be a prophet. And Zechariah received this word from an angel during his priestly duties in the temple. And what was Zechariah's first reaction? Not to believe. Right? He says to the angel, he goes, hey, I'm a really old guy and my wife's really dried up. Gabriel says, my name is Gabriel and I come from the throne of God. Now shut up. You'll speak when the kid's born. Not until. Zechariah the priest doesn't believe God, but Mary, the simple young woman, the pious young woman, Believes what the angel tells her. And when she goes to Elizabeth, she's probably not even showing it. But Elizabeth affirms her, Blessed are you who believed what the Lord told you would be fulfilled. So many problems in the lives of believers. If you're listening to me and your spiritual life isn't working right now, and you say, You know, it just doesn't work for me. This Christian thing hasn't worked. I've tried and I've tried and I've tried. Let me ask you this. Are you a believer? Or do you actually believe God? Mere believers will never be followers. To be a follower of the Lord, 
for your spiritual life to work, you must believe God. What he says, and Mary is blessed because she has this incredibly strong belief. She trusts the Lord. In verse 35, Elizabeth says that you are blessed because you believe that God would fulfill what He said to you. And this, in the Greek language, has to do with perfect fulfillment. That what God has promised you is going to be perfectly fulfilled. Blessed are you who believes in the promises of God. I think there's many who may be listening to me today who could quote some of the promises of the Lord right from Scripture, right from memory. But deep down inside, I think some of those people really don't believe those promises for their own life. See, Mary knows that God keeps His promises because Mary is convinced of two things. The first thing Mary is totally convinced of is that the Lord is good. Those of you who are doubting God right now in your own life, I don't want to beat up on you. I love you. I care about you. But do you believe that God is good to you? Or do you just believe that God is good to other people? You know, I know there's some pastors, and I'm not criticizing, at the end of the service will say, and people, God is good. And they'll go all the time. But deep down inside, many of you do not believe that the Lord is truly good to you. And you're not alone. You're not alone. In Genesis 3, Satan convinces Eve that God is not good. That's what he does. That's his game. Right there at the very beginning of Scripture, Eve believes Satan. See, Mary is the new Eve. The church fathers taught this. The ancient ones of the church taught that Mary is the new Eve. Mary's not like Eve. She believes that God is good. And rather than disobeying the command of the Lord, she obeys. She says, I am the handmaiden of God. Oh, how blessed you would be, ladies, if you, if you would make Mary the example for your life and Mary would be a, a light for spiritual direction for you, that you would be the handmaiden of the Lord. Mary's the new Eve. She believes God's good. And not only does she believe God's good, she believes that God loves her. Eve was created by God. Yet somehow... Eve is deceived and doubts that God loves her. Satan in Genesis 3 says, why else would he withhold that fruit from you? Because he's not good and he doesn't love you. Deep down inside, many of you don't believe that God loves you. You know it in your brain, but you don't know it with your, with your emotions. You don't know it in your spiritual person. Mary believes that God loves her. Mary believes that God has a complete plan for her life and He's going to fulfill it perfectly for Mary. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God has a perfect plan for your life and not hell or high water can come between you and your Savior? Your God who loves you, who gave Himself for you? 
that nothing in all of creation, not height, nor depth, nor width, not demons or angels can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Do you know it in your heart? Do you know it in your spirit? Do you? If you do, you're blessed. Because that's what Mary had. She said, I'm the handmaid of the Lord because I know He loves me. Even though the Romans are climbing all over our country, I know He loves me. I know He's going to fulfill every single promise He made to our ancestors. Mary is blessed because she knows that God is good and that God loves her. And because she knows that, Mary is able to obey God. Some of you are unable to completely obey God because deep down inside you don't believe that He's good and you don't believe that He loves you. You can't trust Him with your dating relationships. You can't trust Him with your career. You can't trust Him with your finances. You can't trust Him with your weekly obedience of service for worship. You disobey, not because you're a bad person, but because you believe that He is. Wake up! Mary knew who she was in God. Loved. And even more important, she knew who He was. Absolutely good. Absolutely faithful. She obeys God and unlike Eve, who doubted God's love. Mary shows us that without love, there can be no trust. And without trust, we don't obey. But without obedience, we will never experience God's blessing. Let me say that again, because it's a vicious circle. Without love, there's no trust. Without trust, there's no obedience. And without obedience, we will never experience the immeasurable blessing, sustaining blessings of God in our life. Because we doubt God's goodness and love. Why are you obsessed with happiness instead of blessing? Why are you obsessed with, with the creature comforts of life? instead of doing the will of your heavenly Father as your Savior and His mother did, is because you don't believe He's good and that He loves you, and so you pursue happiness instead of His blessing. You claim you pursue His blessing, but in reality, you're just pursuing happiness. This isn't meant to shame you, to hurt you, to expose you, this is meant to open your heart and mind. Mary teaches us to be blessed is to know the Lord is good and He loves you. Little one in Jesus, you are loved. Did you hear me? Whether you're an 80-year-old woman or a 5-year-old boy, you are loved. You are loved. And those who are loved by God, those who know the love of God, are more than happy. They are blessed. 
little ones of God, blessed are you who believe that the Lord will fulfill His good promises to you. Now, in the name of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, may the blessings and joy of this Advent season be with you now. Amen? You've been listening to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmed. We invite you to subscribe or follow this podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. To find out more about Hope on the Way Ministries and Father John, check out our website at hopeontheway.info. That's hopeontheway.info. Now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the companionship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. Amen.